0: this is like something if you made an animated movie 25 years ago like putting <laughs> yeah. putting like george hamilton in it or something or like <laughs> you know. welcome to sincast presented by cinema Alright everybody, welcome to the ScentCast, this is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from CinemaSins. Hello, hello. And today we're going to be doing a mini-pod. Scooby-pod. A Scooby-pod, yeah, of uh, Scoob! <laughs> um, It's the, uh, sort of the the new... Uh, we, we, it's been how long since Scooby-Doo two came out 2004, 16, uh,
1: the Scooby-Doo monsters unleashed the live action. Yeah, it was 2004. They did a third one, but it was like, uh, like direct to, it was like
0: ABC family or some. Yeah, that doesn't count. Uh, 16 (laughs) years since a theatrical release for a Scooby-Doo movie. Yes. And, um, and this one's back to the animated. There's no, this is not the, uh, the live actions that those were and everything. Um, and, um, what else about this? I would say that, well, I don't, I guess, I guess this isn't spoiler to say that this is like, if this is like Warner brothers saying we've got all these Hanna-Barbera, uh, properties. Why don't we just go ahead and put them all into one movie?
1: Yeah. No, they, I think they were pretty open about that. That's what this was going to be. And, uh, like blue Falcon and dynamo were in the trailer.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's like, uh, it's, it's just weird to see, see this. It's like, uh, it's like a different, it's like a, it's almost like space jam, but with the with the secondary characters, yeah, <laughs> the way the, the way they're it's doing like,
1: it, it's like well, it's like I mean, the only thing I could think of to compare it to is like Laugh Olympics, so the Hanna Barbera mm-hmm. series where they yeah. had like all, but the, but that was like something where like the characters were competing against each other. I mean, this is like an actual storyline where they're trying to create like this Hanna Barbera uh, universe, and I guess I mean Scooby, I would Scooby's got to be their most popular property because. I would think There's been so many incarnations of that. They've been making direct-to-video animated movies for the last twenty years, like pretty much yearly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it makes sense to use Scooby as your kind of initial uh, peek into this universe they're trying to create. And uh, I don't know. It's Is gonna. Be, cause I, I'm really curious how this would have done in the theater, but it sounds like it's doing pretty well. In its it- format.
0: Is there a uh, is there is there some sort of report of how these movies are doing on their VODs? Or? I,
1: yeah, I don't know how honest anybody's being. I just saw an article pop up on I think it was Monday that just said Warner Brothers is very happy with Scoob's initial performance. I think it was like the top iTunes renter okay. uh, for the weekend, which really isn't that surprising. No, um, no, no. Because I'm trying to think, there was. I don't. Know. There was because there was another movie they were talking about too that must have gotten released in the last week or so. But I don't know. But they were saying it was doing well. Like, but I don't know like how much money it's made, and I don't know that this would have done that well in the theater. Um, yeah,
0: I'm not sure either. When it went, was it supposed to come out uh, same day? Uh, the same day?
1: Yeah, May fifteenth. Yep.
0: Um, it might have done pretty decent, uh, considering this. Well, see, Black Widow would have been out already. Yeah, I mean animated
1: um, wise, kids movie wise, I mean, I don't think anything cuz trolls would have already been probably pretty much done. Um, but they
0: would have had a a nice little just before mm-hmm. Memorial Day type of thing here. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't go as far to say it would make like 100 million dollars or anything like that, but something around the 60 to 70 million range wouldn't have been out of question. Um but uh, I guess the question is: Does integrating all these Hanna Barbera characters work in this framework at all? Um, I know that I'm not. I was not familiar with a lot of these. I mean, Dick Dastardly, yes, and and uh, Mutzley, I think, is his dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I was I was familiar with them, but not any of this Blue Falcon stuff. I was familiar with the Captain Caveman. Um, but like a lot of these characters that look like they were just kind of like, Hey, we have these characters here. They are. (laughs) Let's see what happens. And yeah, I
1: mean that, yeah, that, that, but that's your main, that's your main focus of the movie. I think is it's Scooby and mystery Inc. And then you had uh blue Falcon and dino mutt, which I, I, I don't, I mean, I'm sure I watched dino dino mutt was actually the series that. Uh, that stemmed from, and then blue Falcon was in that show. There's never mm-hmm. been like, I guess there's never been like a blue Falcon show. I was looking no, into it. Cause it was the, Dino I definitely Mud. haven't watched any of that since I was a kid.
0: Yeah. I didn't see Dino Mud at all. I, I if I yeah. did, I've forgotten completely about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like he was probably in some Scooby-Doo episodes, but then again, I, I was getting, I, for some reason he was different than I thought I remembered. But then I realized that there was a character called scooby Dumb which good god that's amazing they had a, that that would not happen today.
0: Was that the the <laughs> the like redneck Scooby? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like, remember that. Yeah, I would say
1: that, that I'm not surprised they didn't bring him back.
0: He was the he was the blue Scooby. Yeah. 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 So um, I got him
1: kind of confused with Dynamat. So when Dynamat started talking I was like, "Oh, this isn't what I remember," but then and then I looked into it. But yeah, well, and then Dick Dastardly, he was like a I think he kind of became like a the focus. He became a villain for Yogi Bear in the eighties. That was kind of mm-hmm. where he really, yeah. And then uh, Captain Caveman, obviously, I believe, I believe, stinned off from the Flintstones. He had his own series. Well, no, he,
0: yeah, he had his own series. And the yeah. first, uh, his first uh, appearance was in Captain Caveman and the Little Angels or something. Yeah, something yeah, like that, that.
1: was a show. It lasted for like a season. I remember that show. It was, and that was basically because there were like back then when Scooby Doo became a hit there were a ton of Scooby-Doo rip-offs and mm-hmm. Hanna-Barbera did them. And you had like clue club, you had Jabberjaw, you had Captain Caveman. <laughs> I remember Jabberjaw. everybody, everybody was just solving mysteries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they had like some weird animal or they had, I guess, Captain Caveman or whatever, but, um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, so they're so yeah, so it's, it was, yeah, it's weird that this, this movie is, uh, this movie is odd. <laughs> yeah, way.
0: I, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> the, the, first off, I understand the need to, uh, w- if you've got this TV property, you want to make uh, a, a movie that is cinematic. It's not just an episode or something like that. So that's what they're doing here. They expand this big universe here and throw in the yeah. mystery ink and everything, but it, it functionally is no longer Scooby doo at this point when, when they do mm-hmm. this, it does. It doesn't feel like it now. Uh, honestly, uh, if I'm creating something from scratch, basically, and just saying, I want, I want these characters names and everything. I don't want to be beholden to the old show either and want to do my own thing. But, um, and so maybe that's what they're trying to do. People who don't know the series, this is the new Scooby-Doo. This is what, this is how we're doing it. Um, but even under those even if you're just saying, "Screw the series, I don't know if this movie works at all um even if you if you had, this is your first introduction into scooby doo uh I don't know if this movie works
1: yeah it it I guess it could be for some people I mean they're still making scooby doo shows though like there was one that just ended. A couple years ago, I can't remember if that was Be Cool Scooby-Doo or if it was something else. Anyways, there's been like so many incarnations of this series. Um, I've watched a lot of them with my daughter and just on my own because I've I've been I mean, I just I like Scooby-Doo. But um, but yeah, no, this doesn't kind of in in, in a way because we just dropped the uh, the Scooby-Doo Monsters uh, Unleashed uh, Citizen's video. Mm hmm. And that that also one of my problems with that movie is that it doesn't always feel very Scooby-Doo, but it does feel more Scooby-Doo than this. Like this, this, like I said, this is very much just people know who Scooby-Doo is. We want to try to start this universe. So we're going to start with them. And they kind of like I feel like they're kind of doing the DCEU thing, too, where they're just throwing too much at you at once. Mm hmm. Um, because like, like the blue Falcon thing, for instance, like they, they, and I don't think this is a spoiler cause this is in the trailer, but like, they know who blue Falcon is. So blue Falcon exists in this universe, which yeah. I guess maybe in the cartoons, Hanna-Barbera kind of, I mean, they did merge stuff sometimes, but, um, but like they, so they know who blue Falcon is, but I don't know, like you, like you didn't really know who he was. I don't know that there's a lot of people that do know who he is.
0: The, the only thing for me, I, when they introduce these characters, I was like, because I didn't know, I didn't know that there were other characters that were going to show up from the universe, mm-hmm. the Hannah Barry universe in this. The, uh, there were just context clues that told me that I should know who these characters are or that they were an existing thing. And I think it was just, I think it was just Shaggy saying, hey, you're not the real one because the real one has a bigger F on his uh, yeah 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 you know, all that and i was like oh so i guess this is probably something that ca-. so i started looking it up and sure enough i'm actually surprised adult swim didn't turn blue falcon into something like they did with uh the space ghost uh, with uh with space ghost and harvey birdman oh harvey yeah harvey danger or harvey bird what was it harvey birdman harvey birdman attorney at law <laughs> Yeah, that was um, a great series. Yeah, it was. It was really <laughs> funny. But I'm surprised that Adult Swim never took that series and just went ahead and did something yeah. with it.
1: But- I, I will. Well, and I will say, like, although I mean, I had a lot of, I had a lot of problems with him. But I will say, Blue Falcon probably is my favorite character in this movie. I guess we'll get more into mm. what kind of the twist with him is, in spoilers, but. But that's weird, right? Like you're watching a Scooby movie and like Blue Falcon probably shouldn't be your favorite character.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> Part not. of that
1: was Mark Wahlberg because I will say one thing about this movie that was really hard for me to get around was the voice work mm-hmm. was very distracting because it was so much of, God, I know who that voice is. But, I, you know, it was like, it was just very, I don't know, it was very distracting. Like trying yeah, to figure like... out who was do. I thought Mark Wahlberg probably gave Outside of Welker, Frank Welker, who did, yeah. is it Frank Welker?
0: Frank Welker, yeah. Yeah, yeah Welker is legendary. He's done voices yeah. for everything. I'm sure if I looked him up, he's probably got like 300 credits. Yes, he did do Transformers. He's Galvatron. He was Shockwave. Megatron, obviously. Frank Welker has 849 credits. Oh, my God. I'm sure uh, that
1: Scooby-Doo and Guess Who was the most recent series.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking. I'm going you know scrolling through these 800 things to find where he started the Scooby Doo stuff.
1: Yeah, it looks like he's been the one doing most of like the DTV movies and stuff and uh so maybe that's where he kind of started but uh yeah, he and he also uh he did Fred
0: uh, uh for a
1: apparently um in fact fred jones yeah so from in the original scooby-doo where are you frank walker did fred
0: okay so yeah he was fred jones and he was a lot of the different villains and stuff too
1: yeah 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 he's great but uh but i'm saying but outside of his work i you know i think mark Wahlberg gives like the best performance Um, yeah everybody else kind of seems to be doing like just variations on like will forte like and, and i i'm sorry i mean i know this is Like, you know, it's a business and you can cast whoever the fuck you want to cast, but them not casting Matthew Lillard as Shaggy seems odd to me, but Mm. maybe they just wanted to differentiate. Maybe they just wanted to distance themselves, but they're still using Welker. At least Um, at
0: least somebody who sounds more like Shaggy Forte is it's Forte already has a cartoonish type of voice. He does. Um but he doesn't sound really like shaggy. He sounds like Forte putting an extra little bit of wine on his voice. Yeah,
1: no, you definitely, I mean, you, the whole time, all I was picturing was Will Forte and not shaggy. Mm -hmm. Like I was just picturing like Will Forte and like in a shaggy rig wig. And then, uh, you know, Jason Isaacs is fine. He does Dick Dastardly. Uh, Gina Rodriguez does Belma. I mean, she's perfectly fine. Yeah,
0: uh, nobody. But that's the, that's just it. Yeah. I mean, it feels like anybody could be doing these voices.
1: Absolutely. And then you have Zach Efron and Amanda Seyfried, Steph Seyfried are doing Fred and Daphne Seifried. Sorry.
0: Um. But uh. Yeah. The um. I, I, that's another thing I don't get. The Fred, the Fred character has suddenly become like Shaggy almost yeah um that's what hey that's what happens when freddie prince jr plays him and and then this it's definitely he's just dumb now he's how is he the leader of this of this group if he's going to be playing dumb
1: <laughs> well i know and you have that whole bit too where he there which i guess maybe that's a spoiler who tells them this but yeah we'll get into ba- that yeah their backer says that he's like the he's like the meat of the team or whatever he's like the it's like yeah. Wh- yeah, like you said, like why wouldn't Velma be leading the team at this point? Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, and Daphne seems even quite a bit smarter than him in this. Uh, but, the, but that's another thing, right? Fred Velma and Daphne are so, they have so little to do in this. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, and that's another, and another thing about this movie, that I, I'm actually going to give this probably a better grade. That's the thing. When we get into spoilers, should we go ahead and just grade it? And- yeah,
0: let's go ahead and grade it.
1: All right. So, um, I guess I'll go, um, So like, I don't I don't think this is terrible. I was all over the map with my grade, although I was never like in a territory or anything. But I mean, as a movie like this is probably closer to like a B minus C plus like I I do think that like younger kids are going to enjoy this. Mm -hmm. I do think if you're a parent, I will tell you that if you're a parent with a younger kid interested in this, like you're not going to hate yourself for watching this or anything Mm -hmm. like you'll you'll make it, you know uh which is an int- which is a good distinction to know um it's not terrible but i but i do think my personal enjoyment of this would be more in the d territory mm-hmm. so i'm I'm gonna give it a c okay uh because i i like the animation um it was it was you know visually it was appealing mm-hmm. um i laughed occasionally um and like i said it's watchable it, it, you know um so I so I I I fell kind of just in the middle so I think I'm just going to give it a C but Yeah I'm I have a feeling when we get into spoilers it's going to sound like I should have given it an F but
0: <laughs> Yeah I I'm going to give it a C minus um right on you know it's uh it, it, like you said it's not terrible uh but uh it's it's certainly it's certainly trying too big too soon if that's what they were trying to do with the yeah. Santa Barbara thing.
1: But it's also kind of lazy, which is weird. Like, I mean, you would think with all this stuff they're throwing in there, but it, but it felt like it just felt very surface level. Like they didn't really think much past like, I mean, there is like a plot. I mean, there is, you know, there is a there is a mystery, I guess.
0: Yeah, that that's the, that's other the thing. weirdest that's
1: thing about this. There's, not, no, there's really, not really a
0: mystery. Not really a mystery at all. It's they know they know why they there's like one brief moment where they're trying to fit. They're like, why would they want to do this? And then they figure it out in five seconds. And so that's the plot. You know what exactly what it is that this movie's about. Yeah. And there's no there's no discovery. You know, like the old the old Scooby Doo's. I mean they're usually pretty predictable in themselves, but they at least would come up with some fun details. Uh, it was predictable that you would know who was behind it by the end. It's always, yeah. uh, it's always a character that's mentioned or, you know, <laughs> somebody, you know that yeah, yeah, shows yeah. up and says right. something, but like yeah. they when they're solving the mystery, you can see them discovering details and like, okay, Those details don't add up yet. And then they'll go further into the thing. And then finally they find those two other pieces and then they've solved the mystery. And that, and this is not like that at all. No, it's not. And that was,
1: that's always been a fun thing about Scooby-Doo. And like in pretty much all the incarnations, they've done that. That's why, I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, I mean, if they wanted to do their own thing, that's fine. But this, but this, it's still like this, this is not a Scooby-Doo movie. Let's Um, go
0: on to spoilers. Spoilers. Kind of Luke's what? father is actually Darth He's Vader. the sister and the daughter. They just No, no, right. no, no, that no, was- no, 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 no! I'm reading the books. So, all right, I guess the story here is the Mystery Inc needs money. Their van is about to like break down. <laughs> Fred's like, we need to sell out. Now, I don't understand the right off the bat. They they get Simon Cowell to yeah. um, how how weird was that like out of everybody they could have put in that i mean maybe just nobody would do it uh i guess i don't <laughs> that was the i don't i don't, I don't understand like what i didn't understand about that scene was yeah you know, are are they saying that mystery Inc. much like they were in in the scooby-doo movies they they they're like so well known and their mysteries are so well known uh, that basically, people like Simon Cowell can see them like episodes or something because they're like, because how does he know the characters? That's what, yeah, I, like yeah, he, I he's know. he's like you're, you know, he's, he's Fred. You're the beef or the muscle or whatever. Daphne, you're the you're the people person. Velma, you're the brains. And he's like, I don't know what you two are talking to Shaggy <laughs> and Scoob, and. And I'm like, how do you know the dynamic of Mystery Inc? Unless you've been watching episodes of Scooby-Doo. I yeah, don't get I mean,
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe news stories. I Yeah, I've never. But that's the one thing. I mean, you just kind of either have to buy that or you don't. That they would be this popular just because I, they're solving mysteries. I just can't.
0: I just can't. They're, it just they're not,
1: I mean, they're not popular because they have a dog that talks. They're No, <laughs> not at all. Um, and that's the thing. Why would you, if you had a dog that talked and it's not like a lot of dogs talk in this universe, I don't think you'd have any issues with making money. Yeah, I um, know but, yeah, that but would it's be kind of like the Spider-Man though. thing. Right. I mean, like I've never understood why Peter Parker was broke. It's like you invented like one of the most amazing things ever with the webs, you know, with the webs, mm-hmm. that substance.
0: Yeah. And you're broke. Like, right. I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they, there, there's this idea that, you know, I, once again, the, the The so-called smarter part of the gang has to kind of leave the Shaggy and Scooby because they do nothing and are worthless. This is This is Scooby-Doo Monsters Unleashed plot. Well oh,
1: in the first one, um, th- this one actually, this ripped the 2002 Scooby-Doo gets gets ripped off a little bit in this. The whole The whole like, um, what mystery there is centers around Scooby. Mm-hmm. And it centers around him being attached to something old and ancient, and he's needed for basically a sacrifice, like he is in the 2002 one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then instead of Scrappy Doo being behind it, Dick Dastardly's behind it. Right. And then, um, and then you have the whole like Shaggy and Scooby falling out, uh, which was a big part of the 2002. But then yeah. Monsters Unleashed also did the whole bit with Scooby and Shaggy. Well, although Monsters Unleashed is We send the crap out of this aspect of it because there's actually... Mystery Inc. does nothing wrong in that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But there's this whole... But we're still supposed to be like... But then Scooby and Shaggy still, for whatever reason, feel like they're not part of the group, which that's not really a thing in the show. Like I don't know why the movies have decided to jump all over that. I'm sure there's going to be listeners that disagree with me, but from my... uh, from what I've watched, that's not a thing. Like,
0: no, they that, never that, make
1: them feel unwanted.
0: I don't remember that being a thing in the original, yeah. but it, it definitely in the movies. And I think it's yeah. part of our self reflexive. Uh, you know, when we make these movies now, and we're looking back thirty, forty years, and in, in the past, it's our self reflexive type of thing where we try to like, like that's it, you know, you can either go um like the Brady Bunch movies did where they just complete mm-hmm. went off went off on a parody of Brady Bunch or you can do like Scooby Doo did which was like half parody and like half what they were before and um And so that's what happens where we go back and look at, oh, well, they're worthless. And now that we're smarter and we're in this year or whatever, (laughs) we can we can tell you like, yeah, they're worthless. What in the world are they even on this team for? Which, of course, (laughs) doesn't make any sense either for me as far as the original series is concerned, because they even though they were dumb or stupid or whatever, they always found a way to help out. Absolutely. Absolutely so i don't know I, I i don't get that aspect yeah no when
1: they when they started going that route i was just like uh oh, again we gotta we gotta do this whole bullshit with scooby and shaggy but yeah it, it just I, I don't know why the movies have latched on to that but it's very odd
0: mm-hmm. and i, I and think so, a lot of people
1: just assume that's the way it is and it's like nope
0: <laughs> no it wasn't like that at all they uh <laughs> so yeah that they're they're, they're planning on like I guess like they're they're only going to get funding without them or something I missed that part I can't remember but they go they go bowling Shaggy and Scooby-Doo yeah um and while they're bowling that's when all the the pins in the bowling alley and the balls in the bowling alley become (laughs) robots yeah and start chasing after them (laughs) these robots by the way are so annoying because
1: yeah they, it felt very minion-esque but very minion-y but they didn't really do anything with them and so like i would forget they existed and then like t- like there at the end daphne has one that she's talking to like they've opened like they opened like a i couldn't even figure out what they opened up at the end of the movie by the way was that a restaurant i don't even i don't even know what that
0: was oh i don't even i don't remember but no, they opened up know.
1: some kind of Mystery
0: Ink. Yeah, it was no. I guess it was. That's the place that they're gonna. They're, they're like Ghostbusters. They just. Oh people, yeah, maybe maybe that's people what all go in and 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 uh, say I've got a mystery to solve. Yeah, I we I really that now that we're being self reflexive about Scooby Doo, I actually do. I would actually like to know uh, how their their investigative services clash with like the actual cops and the actual detectives no, that are in this yeah. world. Like, like they, I guess you could say that they're private detectives, but they just go right off and find mysteries. A lot of the time, they're not like going to local law enforcement and saying, you know, Hey, no, no, not got any all. mysteries that we need that you need to solve.
1: I didn't kind of like though they, this movie opens up with them in the past, like meeting, mm-hmm. um, You know, the way we see Shaggy get Scooby, that's, I mean, that's kind of a fun moment. And then, um, and then we see them kind of accidentally themselves into their first mystery. But it actually was a crime. Like, I mean, because a lot of the time, that's the thing with these. It's like, and when all is said and done, you're just like, did the person really commit a crime? Like, Yeah. (laughs) He was trying to, like, because a lot of the time it was like somebody was just trying to scare people off. So. Yeah, yeah yeah, they wouldn't like tear down the building or they wouldn't get the inheritance or you know <laughs> right yeah like this was actually like somebody had like you know i guess he was doing uh he was selling electron he was stealing electronics and and selling them or whatever mm. um so i don't know that was kind of fun but yeah then after that they were just like hey let's keep doing this and it's like how, how does that work i i I really want to see, I know they did the show, a pup named Scooby-Doo, but that was really just cartoonish and Saturday morning. I'm really curious, like them as kids solving mysteries.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Cause like, yeah, like how, what could they possibly get accomplished?
0: Yeah. The, uh, the, 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 implication <laughs> is right after that, all the different Scooby-Doo episodes that you know, and love happened because they yeah, go they through redo that, the opening. Yeah. They um, redo the opening with the, which was fun with the new animation and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they go bowling. The robots come out, and they're saved by this big, huge ship with Blue Falcon on it, and um, who else is, is on the the uh, the Dino Mutt? And yeah. uh, is it Dee Dee? Uh, yes, um, all of them. And they they know that Scooby's important. No, they know that one of them is important. Uh, they don't know why either of them are important. They know them pretty well, and this is where the movie, I think officially starts to become starts to go down downhill because now that they're separated from the rest of mystery Inc. And like you alluded to before spoilers, the rest of mystery Inc. becomes worthless at this point. Yeah. And I feel like if they know Shaggy and Scooby this much, they would go and call Velma and Fred and all them and say, Hey, we've got two of your people come help us solve this mystery. And they don't. They don't do mm-hmm. that. Um, so that's where I think that movie's, uh, the movie's yeah. breaking point is, is that they put them on the ship, Shaggy and Scooby on the ship, and and they're separated from the rest of the crew. And the rest of the crew has to kind of like meander their way to wherever they're going. Um, yeah.
1: Um, I did like, this was around the time where I was actually laughing some though, because there was a couple of things. The introduction of Blue Falcon, I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, it was yeah, silly. Yeah. But all I all I do is win. I mean, it was just. But then you find out. I don't know why they chose to do this, but little things like this I find amusing. But they end up saying that Blue Falcon retired, and this is his idiot son Brian. Yeah, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, It doesn't get it gets less funny as the movie goes along, but in that moment, and Mark Wahlberg is just owning that. You know, I mean, he he's having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And it's also, I feel like even if Wahlberg doesn't realize it, I feel like the movie is kind of making fun of Mark Wahlberg too, but mm, uh, I don't know if it's really that deep. Maybe I'm just think Mark, I just think Mark Wahlberg's persona is silly. So yeah. maybe it just makes me laugh. But then there's also the moment where the Daphne Velman and Fred go to the bowling alley to try to figure out what happened to him. And mm-hmm. that girl behind the counter
0: yeah, is yeah, just
1: yeah. so funny. Yeah, she is. The whole thing about, like, yeah, you could really tell that their friends had just left them high and dry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she says something like, she says something one of the guys said like at the beginning of every sentence. Like yeah. a middle-aged version, like a middle-aged person wrote his dialogue or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just
1: that whole thing was I was like, oh, well, maybe this is actually going to be kind of amusing, but then quickly it 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 devolves into something else, and it it doesn't quite keep that going. but Yeah, and the,
0: and I feel like the the two live actions kind of did that too, where they yeah. were bordered on parody, but they tried to keep some of the serious in too, yeah. and like it, there's a there's a bad mix there. They either go full on parody. Or just I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess those those live action Scooby Doo's. It wasn't really much serious about them, but no, but um, you're, no, you're right. The Monsters Unleashed is
1: pretty terrible all the way through. The the 2002 Scooby Doo definitely has some moments like this where it's so funny, mm-hmm. but it also but then that kind of pisses you off. That like why isn't everything this funny? <laughs> like, yeah. Like it's um, like you, there there were moments where you could tell like they knew what to do, and then they but then they just decided to go in a more generic, uh, right? And that same thing happens in this movie.
0: Yeah, but uh, the the story revolves around Dick Dastardly trying to find these three skulls, and he's trying to open up this portal that has a whole bunch of treasure behind it, but it mm-hmm. also uh, unleashes monsters, and mm-hmm. um and so Cerberus. That, yeah. Cerberus, which this movie is <laughs> very dog centric. I mean, yes. the uh, every, every character that they could come up with, every franchise they could come up with that had dogs in it seems to be pretty represented. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, and I guess they had to find a way to tie Scooby into this whole idea they had. So they, they, like I said, they just kind of stole some stuff from the 2002 movie and. Made it, like, because that's the whole thing. Scooby's, like, the last in line of, uh, is it Alexander's dog? I can't Yeah, even remember I think now. that's right.
0: I think that's right.
1: Uh, Alexander the Great's dog or something. And, um, and then, yeah, that got really weird at the end. And then you find out, like, there's the whole thing. They were best friends. So it, it kind of becomes, like, a parallel to Shaggy and Scooby. Because there's this whole weird, like, there's this whole dumb bit, which we make fun of with CinemaSense all the time, where you have to have, like, the falling out. And here it's because Scooby become like they, they give Scooby a superhero costume.
0: Yeah. And a necklace that he then, got from Shaggy. Has and to then so get immediately Shaggy
1: becomes a dick.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean- and he's like, it's either him or me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so
1: and so then they so then they kind of they they come together at the end because they realize that Alexander and and his dog were best friends. And yeah, and then they kind of kill Shaggy, but then they bring him back. See, they, that, that,
0: that part right there. I don't know <laughs> if I was so tired or what, but I did not understand any of that ending because they they're, they they're supposed to they've they've rigged this up so that one person has to go inside to turn or push a button mm-hmm. or that they, they, you push the button and then you go inside um, and then you're trapped forever. But uh, but because of something, something you can make this statue appear and, and I, I, I was lost on that one. Oh, I don't no, know. I was if-
1: too. And I, I mean, I I I actually rewatched some of that because I was like I don't want this to be Frozen Two for me. Yeah, but, uh, but there's nothing there. I mean, it, it it's like like it felt. I guess the gates open to like some sort of hell or whatever, and all those monsters came out. There was a way to close it, like you just said, but it was one of those dumb things where somebody had to be on the inside and somebody had to be on the outside. But that statue literally just kind of appears. It's like yeah. they're trying to figure out what they need to do. And then that statue appears and then they're like, and then Velma all of a sudden is like, wait, I get this now.
0: They didn't, yeah, <laughs> they didn't do anything. They just no, they figured it anything. out and they, they just figured out that this was going to happen or figured out what the, what, what they needed to do. And then it just appeared. I didn't, I, I didn't get that at all. And then after um, they
1: read the, after she reads the, uh, there's like a, I can't remember what Latin or something. There's a phrase on the statue and they read it and it's just like something. I can't remember what they said now. But then they're just like, well, maybe Scooby can go over there and talk to it. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, it
0: was just so weird. Yeah. Um, but, I just uh, realized, but then Shaggy reappears, and all I, is good. I just realized that Billy West does the Muttley voice. Oh, cool. Uh, so there's another legendary voice actor there. Yeah, Yeah, um, for sure.
1: Yeah, um, which th- that, that was weird, too, how Muttley ends up still, like, I can't even remember now, because I didn't, like, Dick Dastardly is by himself. Mm-hmm. At first, and then uh, he thought Mutley had left him, and then he finds Mutley when they're doing the whole like you know. There's all these dogs involved.
0: Well, and, no. Uh, well, the the story he tells um, everybody about how he lost him is yeah. a lie. It's a lie. Well, that's true. That's the, true. The, 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 he tells them that he left. He uh, that he that he left, or he was uh, whatever. No, that he wanted to go into the portal. That Mutley wanted to go into the yes. portal and he volunteered himself, but it, it's shown that dastardly sort of forces him to go into the portal. Um, and he goes into the portal and because of the magic of the place, he can't come back, uh, through the portal. He has to, you have to do the whole, you know, Indiana Jones shit to get out. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> very Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that was the whole story around that. But, um, But yeah, I mean, it's just it's just this is so not a Scooby Doo movie, and I know like I should be looking at this as something that doesn't have, but that's hard to do too when they when they show you the reanimated intro, they are saying this is stuff that happens. This is Scooby Doo, Mm -hmm. the original series. Yeah, this is the original Scooby Doo. So to look at this movie. And say that, oh, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to adhere to the old series. It's, it, it's kind of a bullshit thing to, to, uh, to foist on yeah. the, on the, on you, on the audience. And so, yeah, this movie is not a Scooby. It's just not a Scooby-Doo adventure. It just isn't.
1: No, it's not. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, like I can look at this objectively and say that kids are going to enjoy this. Parents are going to be fine with it. Uh, people that don't care. But if you like Scooby, I mean, if you're wanting to watch a Scooby-Doo movie, though, th- this is not there's so much else out there you could watch.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, personally, I did not like I did not like the fact that this wasn't a Scooby-Doo movie and it presented itself as one. Um and yeah, exactly. I, you know, and some people just be like, we'll review what it is, which I am. And that, that was but that makes it I think that's a negative for me. And you're right. Having the year opening and everything, calling this Scoob, which originally this was called Scoob, but it had it was like an acronym. It had periods. So, oh, really? Yeah. Like they were supposed to have like joined some team or something. And then Dak Shepard also was originally a co-director on this movie, by the huh. way. And then he he left. I don't know. I don't know what the story is behind all that, um, because all this got made pretty quickly. Like they started on this in 2016. So this was a really quick turnaround for an animated film. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that is the biggest issue I have with this. And just the simple fact that it's the story that they tell is is just cobbled together from other other movies indiana jones is a great tie-in i mean that's a great example of one movie they rip off um and then and like i said they kind of just randomly steal shit from the 2002 scooby-doo which is a really odd choice yeah and um oh and then we haven't and we haven't even talked about like um speaking of voice actors i don't know i love tracy morgan mm-hmm. but god that was a terrible idea to have no, him be that's captain just, caveman <laughs>
0: yeah i uh yeah I mean, yeah, that was like that's got to be like
1: that'll be like one of the worst performances of 2020. <laughs>
0: I'm I, sorry. Don't, I don't know. It doesn't, yeah, it, that, that didn't make much sense to me either. Um, um, but you know, I, I I I didn't I didn't think too much about Tracy Morgan being the voice here. It well, was it was it was weird because it's so yeah. completely different from the Mel Blanc. But yeah. like the this is it, it just. Yeah, I mean, th- at this point of the movie where he shows up, we've already gone through enough bullshit. So, like, him being a voice, I was just like, well, yeah, he, whatever.
1: And why is Captain Caveman even in this movie? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what... Because, I mean, and it's not like that's like a... F- I mean, I guess people like Captain Caveman, but, like, I don't think that's... Like, he's not, he's not Bugs Bunny. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't... I mean, it's not like... He's not, like, a really interesting cameo. And, like, you've already... Like at least Blue Falcon and Dinomutt and Dick Dastardly, the story they're telling, they fit into that. Mm-hmm. Captain Caveman really doesn't. Other than he just happens to be in that area they have to go to at one point uh, to get the uh, whatever that was about the skull. Although Dick mm-hmm. Dastardly already had the skull, I I, I don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they a- just they just tried to figure out a way to get. They really wanted Captain Caveman in that movie. I, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody really wanted to do Captain Caveman. That's all I can tell.
0: By the way, is it is it Mel Blanc or Mel Blank? I think it's Blank. I don't right? know actually. I think they I think they pronounce him Blank, even though it's spelt like Blanc.
1: I yeah, B L A N C. You might um, be
0: right. Anyway, um, yeah, there's a whole thing too where like this is another thing. I understand you're just trying to sort of do a joke and Fred. Uh, was it it was Blue Falcon is stupid there's another. I mean, there's too many stupid characters in this movie. Yeah, blue falcon yeah, fred shaggy they're all dumb i don't like it the the there's a point where dd's Dee like hey we got to go to the Gobi desert and find the skull and blue falcon's like well my feelings say that it's uh at it, this place where my friend says it is mm-hmm. and then they go there instead of course it's not going to be there and dastardly is like that's another uh, dastardly can just transform into whoever he wants to transform into and oh
1: yeah he transforms into a cop voiced by christina Hendricks at one point which is random. <laughs>
0: yes an extremely hot cop <laughs> that fred falls in love with <laughs> that they um, probably
1: paid christina Hendricks like a million dollars or whatever yeah maybe so. probably not that much but
0: but like that's when he like she turns into dick dastardly and he's like i've already got the skull ha, ha, ha. Yeah. and then and, and he goes on it's like and you know everybody's like, yeah, exactly like what I was saying. We should have gone to the Gobi <laughs> Desert and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I, you're just wasting time. There's too many characters playing the same character in this. Absolutely.
1: Well, then even at the end when they uh, they, they kind of do a joke on the whole unmasking thing, which it, yeah. it, it doesn't even make any sense why they would think that's not Dick Dastardly, but then yeah. Shaggy, Shaggy pulls the mask off and it's Simon Cowell. Right, And then they pull the mask off again and it's actually dick dastardly. Yeah. You know, they, they make some dumb joke about the double mask or something. Just you never see double mask on
0: Like It would make <laughs> sense. It would make more sense. I mean, actually it wouldn't because they went through all the trouble of saying it couldn't have been Simon Cowell anyway, but, like, it would have even made more sense for it to be Simon Cowell. Than- I know,
1: that that actually, I mean, I don't, that would have been stupid. I still, Simon Cowell, it kills me. I mean, I, I guess they were just trying to find somebody that would do the movie because I guess he's still relevant. I know he's on, I think he's on America's Got Talent now, but yeah. he's not that relevant. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know who you would use. Like, I don't have any examples, but, like. Yeah, it's I, I almost mean, like, like. I don't know, like, like, uh, like, uh, like, like. Like Colbert or you
0: know, yeah, or, yeah, Colbert would be good. It, would, <laughs> it, it feels like it felt like it. This is like something if you made an animated movie twenty five years ago of like putting yeah. putting like George Hamilton in it or something or like you know, <laughs> like somebody. Simon
1: Cow. If Simon Cow was in the two thousand two Scooby Doo, that would have made perfect sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> George Hamilton. <laughs>
1: Well, it's it's kind of funny too. Like I almost I almost wish they had done something more along the lines because you know Scooby Doo. God, George Hamilton might have even been in a Scooby Doo episode. I'm trying to remember if he was because you know they used to do like Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, yeah. You know Don Knotts and Jonathan Winters.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. Um,
1: But yeah, you could have you could have even gone more like that route. Like I don't know, have like Dick Van Dyke show up or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) It would have been way better than Simon Cowell. like that was no just it just I seemed mean, so <laughs> out of date man it's so and i'm make sure sense. that
1: was the i'm sure that was also the point but mm-hmm. it just it fell flat if that's what they were going for yeah um, and the cop thing was interesting too there's a lot of like i mean it, i don't really care i mean i'm not i'm not knocking this but there was a lot of weird sexual humor in this movie mm-hmm. and this was movie was clearly for younger children yeah um, and I know that's going to fly over their heads, but there was the cop thing when they were really young. I thought they like over-sexualized Daphne. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> I was sitting there going, if you didn't, if you told, if you didn't tell me that these were the kid versions, I, I know I would have been like, holy shit. They like, what? They're- I'm trying to know what costume she
1: was wearing, but it was, it was weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that, that was the thing there too, that I was, uh, the when shaggy and scoob or this is halloween shaggy and scoob get candy and then bullies uh-huh. come by throw the candy into the mansion and that's where they get their first mystery <laughs> yeah, or whatever. yeah and so like uh uh fred shows up in a literal knight in shining armor costume yes uh and i was like okay i get it um <laughs> but i but but i was like sitting there like yeah daphne like if you didn't tell me, like yeah, she looks like an adult. Her face looks like an <laughs> or, adult, like, yeah, like,
1: or at least a high school student. It's really fucking yeah. weird. And there was even after they find out that the Christina Hendricks cop is dastardly, they they have Fred say something like, "I'm having some very weird feelings now." Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that, yeah. Let's throw a let's throw like a homophobic joke in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. In 2020, well, yeah, um, might as well. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But. uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah this this movie is just it's not good. <laughs> it's just, no, it's not good. And it's kind of, I don't know if it's disappointing because I don't know think I expected this to be like amazing, but like I I even made a comment we were talking about this last night about the the Sense video and I'm like you know I Scooby Doo is like kind of a part of like my pop cultural like makeup like that's mm-hmm. a big that's something I've been watching since I was a kid and now I watched it with my then I watched it with my daughter mm-hmm. and. I've watched like all the incarnations of it pretty, or at least parts of them. Um, and, uh, some have been better than others. Mm -hmm. And I'll, and I'll be honest, these DTV movies they've been making for the last 20 years, there's a handful of those that are way better than this. I -hmm. mean, way better than this. Oh yeah. Um, and you're talking about like, you know, half the production budget probably. And, um, you know, they're they're purposely made for television or for direct to t- DVDs. They're not made for, you know, theatrical. And that's another thing like I was trying to like and Maybe this is just because we're watching it on TV. We never got to see it in the theater. But like I, this played perfectly fine as like a TV movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know that there was anything really like theat like anything about this that stood out to where I'm like, oh, this would have been cool to see in the theater
0: anyway um what did you guys think of scoob <laughs> go to sincast presented by cinema sins on facebook we're also on cinema Sens twitter music video Sins twitter we have uh, soundcloud we have discord if you want to get on discord you can go to the reddit page on the right side and get a link there or you can go into the facebook page and private message me and i can give you a link there where can people find you jonathan
1: I am on Twitter at samlumis 13 and you can also reach me or you can also hear me uh, weekly on the Behind the Scenes podcast with Aaron Dicer and Dana Hughes.
0: All right, well that's going to do it for this mini pod. It's Chris Atkinson and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit, and be sure to visit cinemasins.com.
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, By the way, my daughter, uh, she uses uh, soup cans for uh, lifting weights sometimes, like in her uh, Zoom practices. And she came in right before you got on and said she needed cans. And I was like, are you sure it's not a baby? And then she said, no cans. (laughs) She doesn't get why that's funny. She just looked at me when I started dying laughing. But (laughs) Yeah. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. What, sweetie? I don't know, but we'll talk about that later. I can look it up later, but right now I'm recording. So you want to say hi to Chris? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I already tell you the answer is a no to that. <laughs> <laughs> not that interesting.
1: <sighs>
0: <sighs> mm-hmm.
1: um, I, right after I said she's been awesome. she's
0: yeah, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, awesome kid you got there, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this might have
1: worked out well for them. I don't know.
0: I, yeah, I don't know. the the that it would be very interesting to see uh, how all these movies that came out in this in this period of time, yeah, did with the nineteen ninety five rental and and like did they make did they make money that would have been similar or more or less than if they had come out with a theatrical release because remember they've got to. They've got to share their revenue with theaters in that, mm-hmm. in that scenario. Um, they have to go through with all the like costs of, of course, I think theaters took a lot of the the brunt of the costs of distributing the movie around and everything. But uh, what did, when all of a sudden done with the advertising and everything, did they have a really, really low, like, uh, you know, overhead, did they have did they did they make about as much money as they would have anyway? It would it would be nice to see yeah. like actual grosses on these things. Well, and are they still having to pay the actors outside like the same way
1: they would have because that was a thing apparently with Trolls. I haven't I don't know too much about it, but I know Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick's like representation has come out and said they're they were not initially aware that that was even going to happen. Mm-hmm. And their contracts, their uh, profit sharing is based on theatrical revenue. Mm-hmm. Um so that's another interesting dynamic that Well, yeah, you know, if are, they're not they're going gonna to re- have to work out something else there.
0: If they're not going to report the amount of money they made, mm-hmm. then you're going to have an issue uh with that type of thing because uh because then it 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 becomes about transparency at this point. You can't yeah. just you can't just say Okay, this movie is coming out in theaters, and then when it doesn't, you just screw the people that worked on it
1: so mm-hmm.
0: there there there's gonna have to be some transparency there for sure on all these things at some point.
1: Uh, I just feel in my gut that they're probably made like I have a feeling Ludbirds would have made more money than whatever Netflix paid for it, and then I don't know how Netflix bases their value, like are they gonna say if they get? a million more subscribers, which they're not going to, if they get 10,000 more subscribers this weekend, I mean, or, or are they just trying to keep their base level? You know, you just don't know. I have no idea what they're looking at.
0: The mystery of how Netflix stays afloat is always going to be a mystery because the, the, yes, they'll occasionally bump up the subscription price and all that, but Mm -hmm. the amount of people actually getting new subscriptions, how many more people are out there who, who are kidding Netflix because of a certain thing. We know that, you know, we know that Netflix makes money based on mm-hmm. people. Uh, like I, I, it's their stock price that always gives them the money that they need to do the things that they do, but they're not actually really getting it back. No, and they're not doing
1: anything else. Cause like you could look at Amazon and see, I, 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 I thought that was fascinating from the get go when Amazon started doing, like they did the Harry Bosch series Mm -hmm. and now they're doing Jack Ryan. They're going to do an Alex, uh, an Alex cross series. Because I look at that as they're like, here's this TV show. And Hey, if you like this character, we've also got these 30 books over here that you can buy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The whole thing is just, the whole thing is interesting. I, I, I personally feel like that these movies, if they were intended for the theater, they would have made more money. But but I don't know that it's enough. I mean, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I think the other problem is, I know we're getting off on a, another topic, but the other thing I find interesting too, I'm curious when these movies become available for actual rental price, like mm-hmm. when Scoob becomes available for $5.99 or whatever, mm-hmm. is it going to make less money at that point? Because so many people have already you know what i'm saying like so many people have already rented it like are mm-hmm. they not going to do it then or are less people going to do it then because i would think that would be an issue too i don't know but i don't yeah
0: know. no idea the, the, the it's a it's a great question i'd love to hear. i'd love to see it answered someday by you know a, an enterprising reporter yeah. of some sort that would <laughs> that, that infiltrates them and figures it out and so we could know